This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matides Cats at Night Show. Now on the line with us is Daniel Henninger. He's the deputy editor of the Wall Street Journal's editorial page. His weekly column, Wonderland, appears in the appears in the Wall Street Journal each Thursday. He also has a show on Fox. And Judge Weinberg, I know you're a big fan of his work. I am. I read his column every every week, and I read the editorial pages every every day. Daniel, I want to ask you the following question: When you were writing that piece today in the Wall Street Journal, and you were talking about the uh, the defeat of Bodine in, uh, in San Francisco, you raised an important question, which is, is this the beginning of a change in tide or is it stay the same? What do, you, what do you say about that to our audience? Well, as I say in the piece, Judge, it depends on who you're talking about, uh, whether you're talking about the average person on the street or, or whether you're talking about the professional progressives. I mean, this was San Francisco where Jason Boudin got recalled. This is arguably the most progressive big city in the United States. Sixty percent voted to recall him, which is to say the average person on the street there, probably a progressive, just got tired of kicking their way through hypodermic needles, other waste on the street, shops closing, smash and grab. And they had had enough. But you know what? The question is, is this sending a message to the progressives in the Democratic Party? And I'm arguing that the professionals, the prosecutors, the people on city council in the House of Representatives, those progressives will not change their views. I mean, Chase Boudin didn't alter his opinions at all. George Gascon, the prosecutor in Los Angeles, uh, is not doing any mid-course corrections. And here in New York City, one doesn't hear at all about the progressive prosecutors running for the five bureaus saying they're going to change their uh, ideologies in the least. So it is going to be up to the voters ultimately to pull them out of office, because I don't think the ones who uh, make a living from progressivism are going to change no matter what happens to people like Jason Boudin. Well, this, as you correctly point out, and you quoted uh, my favorite Supreme Court Justice Robert Jackson, the United States Constitution is not a suicide pact. And we were going down the path in city after city, state after state, is the suicide of, of civilization of our country. Could you comment on that? Well, absolutely. As, uh, as uh, Judge Jackson wrote, the choice is not between order and liberty. It is between liberty with order and anarchy without either. And anarchy is what we had in San Francisco and indeed in Seattle, Los Angeles, Chicago, heavens knows on the weekends and uh, certainly in New York City. And there is a limit to uh, what Judge Jackson called uh, turning the Constitution into a suicide pact. And I argue in my piece that the progressive, average progressives in San Francisco decided they were not going to allow progressive ideology to turn their city into a suicide pact. So in that sense, Judge, it's, it was an optimistic outcome. Uh, there is hope that uh, God knows at a high price in all these cities. 
but that obviously there are limits to what people are willing to accept. And we have the problem here in New York State because you have a state legislature that refuses to make the changes that have to be made to bring back law and order and public safety to New York City and New York State. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They've been very reluctant to change the Bail Reform Act here. Uh, The people of New York elected a mayor, Eric Adams, who ran specifically on uh, attacking the city's crime. He's tried to bring back the uh, police unit that does surveillance of uh, guns on the street. Recall back in the 1990s, we called that stop and frisk. The federal court found it uh, unconstitutional. But this is not the 1990s when Rudy Giuliani or even Mike Bloomberg were mayor. Uh, Eric Adams is faced with a very progressive political base here in the city, and it's going to be difficult. Well, thank you. We're out of time. And uh, George Venizelos, uh, former head of the FBI in New York, thank you. And uh, Judge Weinberg, uh, Gordon Chang, at Gordon G. Chang, your Twitter. And uh, former uh, Deputy Mayor Rudy Washington, thank you. And my sidekick, Lydia Serrano. Thank you so much, Dan Henninger, uh, too. Thank you. Dan Henninger, right. thank Great you so you much. And, and you know what we stand for, Dan Henninger? <laughs> Truth, Truth the justice, and the American, American way. way. Oh, I like it. God bless, uh, God bless New York and God bless America because we need God's blessing. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.